0: Chapter 1. He asked me to marry him. We're getting married. According to a recent report on ABC's Nightline, 70% of professional African-American women over the age of 25 are unmarried. As J.J. held the phone away from her ear to avoid Sydney's screams, she realized that her older sister had joined the 30% and left her stranded. J.J. J. Isaac set the phone on hands-free and began applying mascara to her lashes. Though the news was not entirely surprising, it was not what she had expected to hear when she saw her sister's number pop up on the caller ID. Not on this night, anyway. Oh my gosh, J.J., he wants to marry me. Hayden Windsor wants to spend the rest of his life with me. Can you believe it? Could she believe that the ex-NBA star Hayden Windsor, one of the first professional basketball players to figure out how to retire from the game and not go broke, wanted to marry her sister? Of course she could. Who wouldn't want to marry her tall, gorgeous, successful business-owning sister? In fact, if they weren't related, J.J. would have married her. Congratulations, hon, J.J. said, pushing back a thin layer of irritation to find the genuine happiness for her sister that was camouflaged underneath. I'm guessing you said yes. J.J. grimaced and reached for her lipstick as Sidney screamed her response in the affirmative. She had never seen, okay, heard Sidney like this. Her older sibling was usually the same one in the craziness that was their big, dysfunctional family, whereas everyone else was content to fly by the seat of their pants. Sidney was always the one with the plan. Getting married to a man she had dated for less than a year was not like her at all. But that's what happened when people fell in love, or so J.J. assumed. Having had no first-hand knowledge of the being-in-love experience— She couldn't say for sure. That's great, Sid, J.J. said, reminding herself that she was happy for her sister. Hayden's surprise. He is amazing, isn't he? Sidney said, managing to modulate her voice to a less ear-splitting volume. J.J., you should have seen his proposal. J.J. rolled her eyes and mouthed a silent, No, thank you. It was perfect, Sydney began. He took me to... A banging on wood saved J.J.'s sanity. Five minutes of curtain, ladies. A booming voice called from the other side of the dressing room door. J.J. had never been so happy for a curtain call. She loved her sister and really was happy for her, but the last thing she wanted to hear from her sister, who had yet to remember what J.J. was doing that night, was how her perfect boyfriend had done the perfect proposal to set off their perfect engagement, said, I gotta go. J.J. jammed her feet into heels and swiped a layer of gloss over her lips as the scramble of women around her picked up speed. I'm about to go on stage. Oh, honey, I am so sorry. I completely forgot you had a show tonight. J.J. tried to ignore her annoyance. It's okay. J.J. stood and straightened her dress. I wouldn't have wanted to wait till tomorrow for this news. In fact, you can call me back later tonight and tell me all the details. By then, she wouldn't be as anxious and cranky as she usually was the last few minutes before a performance. Okay, sure, Sidney agreed. A hand tugged at J.J.'s arms. We gotta go, J.J., Tarina said, nodding toward the door. J.J. picked up the cell phone to end the call. Gotta go, Sid. Love you. Love you, hon. Have a great- J.J. didn't hear the end of her sister's sentence. She barely got to toss her phone on the dressing room vanity before Tarina, her fellow backup singer, dragged her through the door and down the narrow backstage passageway. Sturdy iron beams holding the stage in place and swiftly moving black-clothed men and women holding the show in place Barely registered with J.J. as she hurried behind the other singers to her place near the second curtain. Everyone on your marker. Curtains go up in five, four, three, two. J.J. didn't hear the end of the countdown. Just the drummer's intro as the band...